So today's topic is going to be all about confidence, sexuality, feeling sexy, being sexy, um, kind of being in your feminine energy versus masculine energy. Um, kind of just like I, I get a lot of questions on like how to have sexual confidence and feel good in your body, feel good in yourself. And, you know, it's a good topic. I think as women, it can be really hard or very uncomfortable to feel sexy and feel good in bed and feel confident and feel good in clothing and stuff like that. And so I posted recently this like video of me basically saying that learning how to enhance use clothing to enhance what you already have and enhance kind of your body type already is really important. And so I'll also go over some things that I like to do whenever I dress myself and how to kind of um, adjust for your body type and exude sexiness also in other ways besides just showing your body, right? So let's get into it. I made some notes here that I like to use whenever I do a podcast episode, just so I don't completely blabber and my thoughts go everywhere because they will. I can talk so much. That's really one of my special qualities is that I could just keep talking forever and ever. So anyways, starting this week, what are some other things that I wanted to recap? Like what's been going on? Every time I sit down and do these and just record episodes, I'm always like, what have I done this week? Like it feels like it's been so long since um, my previous episode, but, um, oh yeah, I recorded an episode for Mad Happy last week, which was really cool, um, that came out, and it was really weird to hear myself back on another podcast, I guess, because I'm not editing it, and I'm not really in control of what I'm saying, so I definitely had a lot of likes and ums and everything, which was hard for me to listen to, I'm like, damn, Sophia, like, you're smarter than that, but, you know, it is what it is, and, I enjoyed it otherwise, and it was a really good conversation. Um, What else? I started withdrawing from my Lexapro this week, which was an actual nightmare. I, long story short, didn't have enough pills to last me through the rest of the week. And I literally felt like brain zaps, felt like I was losing my mind, was just like crying, emotional, it was really rough. So don't do that. Always make sure to take your Lexapro if you're on any medication, remember to take it because withdrawals are very real. Um, And what else? I've also been kind of in this weird like social media burnout phase. I mean, not burnout. Um, I really enjoy it and everything, but I've been thinking a lot about how it's really, I don't know. There's like this question I have a lot where I go like, will I be able to create something that's really big and really important and really um, substantial while still being active on social media. And I really don't think I can. And I've come to that realization. And it's a really hard realization because truthfully, it's like by doing just mindless scrolling and absorbing all this short form content and content that is maybe more invaluable, not saying that TikTok videos are bad, but it's just not as like valuable. It's not artwork. It's not these, you know, it's not like a movie or a book or something like that. And so I'm thinking if I'm consuming all this short form content, how can I create more meaningful long form content? Like, I don't even think my brain has the capacity to be super hyper creative right now. And 
I don't know. Part of me is like, do I just need to go off into like a des- deserted area or into a cabin in the woods and just like almost have a sabbatical and like spend three months or not three months. I would lose my mind. Three weeks being completely alone and just kind of like, I don't know, not just focusing on writing and working and all of that. So I don't know. I've been in a really weird place with like, what do I do? Do I, uh, take a social media break? Do I continue to be on there because it's my job? Like, it's just a weird thing. I think, you know, just all those questions I'm asking myself. Also, Stevie is literally laying right here being the absolute cutest angel. I need to take a photo. Cutie. Anyways, so those are just some of my thoughts this week. It's been a big thinking week for me. Um, There's some weeks where I feel more silent and feel more internal and more kind of just like chilling and then there's some weeks where I feel like I think so much and this is one of those weeks where my brain is just like like just buzzing completely buzzing so anyways that that's been my that's my week recap um but now on to the good old juicy stuff now Um, so I would say the first thing in finding confidence and finding kind of like your sexuality and embracing your sexuality and embracing your femininity, inherent femininity, if you are a woman, if you identify as a woman, um, or a female, then this is for you. But also if you're a man and you want to embrace more of your feminine side as well, then by all means, we love that. We love that. So I would say... I mean, the one that's very hard and that is kind of the more obvious one is truly getting to know yourself. And this isn't always easy because a lot of times we don't always inherently love ourselves or uh, there's parts of ourselves we always want to change or that we don't really like or that people have told us aren't great or aren't attractive or whatever. So it's going to be really hard to love yourself. And I'm not telling you that you'll be able to fully love yourself. I personally believe that you don't, you're not always going to love yourself fully all the time. And I think that's okay to just like accept it's acceptance rather than like crazy amounts of self-love. I think that's kind of where we want to be because being human and being a woman, like it's fucking hard. Like there's no, it's almost impossible to love yourself 24 seven, unless you're kind of just saying that, you know? So I feel like though, getting to know yourself, getting to know what. Getting to know your flaws, getting to know things you think are flaws, getting to know even those parts of yourself that make you uncomfortable, whether it is being sexual, whether it is, um, you know, maybe whether it literally is in the bedroom, like having sex or being sexy or whether it's maybe with certain like clothing or certain like dealing with relationships and dating or whatever it is, even with yourself. Like, are you able to give yourself pleasure? Are you able to be comfortable enough in your own body to you know, be in the nude or feel like, or be with a partner or anything like that. It's like asking yourself those questions first off and getting to know yourself. So getting to know what does feel good in bed, what does feel good just on your own in your own body, what feels good when you wear it, like what, what feels good what are the items, what do you feel the sexiest in? What do you feel, what smells make you feel sexy? What um, environments, what lighting, like you couldn't even just really expand from just like 
a type of t-shirt, but even just like what environment, like for me, red lighting makes me feel so sexy and good. So I have red light bulbs in my apartment and I'm obsessed and I think they're great. And things like that, like incorporating smells. Like I really love warm, like musky, almost like unisex scents. So I incorporate a lot of those into my day-to-day perfumes. And I don't know, I guess just having also clothing that enhances your body that makes you feel sexy, but not overtly sexy where you're uncomfortable, you know, finding balances between that. And then also exploring your body. And I know that it can be really uncomfortable and weird for people, but If there's one thing that I, one piece of advice I would give anyone, especially my younger self, actually I had no problem when I was younger. I was very hypersexual. So I was like using a vibrator and exploring early on. Um, But if you haven't, I really recommend it because I know sometimes we don't really take ourselves seriously. We think it's funny. We could just be like, well, I don't want to like, you know, use the vibrator or find what makes you feel good or some some women have never orgasmed or anything like that and I just think it's really powerful and really important to know your body and how could you even find pleasure in sex for instance with a partner if you don't even know what feels good for yourself so I think there's a lot of confidence that comes from knowing yourself and being honest with yourself and exploring your sexuality your body what lights you up, what doesn't light you up. Maybe you've you know been in relationships where things haven't made you feel good or you haven't felt your best and or someone makes you feel uncomfortable and you can even write those down and be like, this is what actually didn't work for me or this is what I didn't enjoy. And so thinking about those things are really good. Um, I would say then too... tap into your feminine energy and your masculine energy. And what's so interesting for me specifically is that my masculine energy can also be sexy. Like whenever I'm wearing what I have on right now, which is like baggy ass pants, a hoodie, a sweatshirt, kind of being all swaggy, wearing a hat. Like I also honestly feel very sexy. And what's so funny is I swear I get hit on more than ever when I'm wearing baggy, kind of like swaggy clothes because I think I feel confident in it. And so I walk around and act more confident because I'm like, I fuck with this. And I don't feel um, like the masculine energy because I think a lot we, we we misinterpret masculine and feminine energies. I think oftentimes we think of feminine as being like, we have to be feminine for female. We have to be masculine for male. Um, but I think that you can play with it. And I think there's a lot of power that comes with being able to kind of dive into both. And we need both both males and females need both masculine and feminine energy. And so I think that that's why we, I think, as women really love men who are slightly feminine or who are in touch with their feminine side because we're like, oh, that's confident. That's hot. That's sexy. He, he's not scared. He doesn't have this like protected, you know, hyper kind of like masculinity manhood thing. Like he, he can like, you know, be open to slight feminine qualities. And same with girls who are able to kind of you know, be a little swaggy and be a little masculine and who can speak their minds and speak their truth and all of that. So I don't know. I think there's sexiness in both, but I think the feminine energy part, if I could just say something, I guess I can go into this more, but I think feminine is inherently like, first off, you have to define like what that means for you. And for me, the feminine kind of nature, my feminine nature is nurturing, it's soft, is uh, slow is relaxing is um, just kind of like 
nurturing and nourishing. So it's eating, it's baking, it's cooking, it's taking care of my plants, my animals, being in a relationship, doing things for others, um, going slower, doing slower workouts, you know, eating really nourishing, warming foods, um, you know, doing the smaller things, like whether it's like adding details to my outfits. I know this sounds wild, but like incorporating all these small little elements will make you feel more feminine or masculine, whatever it is. But I truly think that when you look at those details and think about like adding a bow to your outfit or having dangling gold jewelry or adding rings or adding details to your nails or, you know, like adding those little feminine touches can be really, really nice and help you just feel when you're going about about your day to day more in touch with that, you know? So sometimes I think when I do these podcast episodes that are informative, I like to have these big overarching themes, like of course, like being your feminine, self-love, all those things. But like, I want you guys to do the details, like take care of those too, because those are what really can help change your life and make your day to days today, make your day to days better, you know? Um, and then for the enhancing your body type and dressing for your body type, I mean, this is to each their own and we all have such different bodies. And I think that that's really why it's hard to say like, oh, dress in this way for that or dress this way for that because we all have different shapes and like where things hit us. But I would say that one of my favorite things is not just going by the trends of like high-waisted pants, tiny crop top, leather jacket for going out, um, things like that. I would really try to really see how things fit on your body, how do fabrics lay on your body, how do things bunch, where do things um, where are things tighter? Where are things looser? And then play off of that. And so for me, I've had to really be honest with myself and be like, okay, Sophia, like whenever I wear big t-shirts because I have more of a fuller chest, it makes me look thicker and like bigger because it almost like parachutes out or like, it's not parachute, kind of tense. It's almost like a tent, not that flattering. So if I do wear a hoodie, I'll like tuck it in the back so it kind of shows a little bit more of my silhouette or I'll pair it with like some skinny pants or I go full on baggy, which I'm just like, that's what I'm doing. I'm not trying to be sexy or hot at all. Um, But then it's, or it's like things like um, if you have a longer torso, then you can wear lower waisted things and you have that longer line, right? Or you like high waisted to lengthen your legs or, you know, wearing things that will um, enhance like kind of the natural shape of like your arms or your chest or like your legs, things like that. I mean, there's really just like so many different ways that you can alter clothing and alter what you wear to enhance your body and feel sexy and look better. Um, But I think it's cool to use clothing to feel sexy and confident. And again, whether it's the masculine, the feminine, the tomboy, whatever your style is, you can use it in so many different ways. And I think that utilizing makeup and clothing and accessories and all that stuff to heighten your confidence is great so I'm all for that um and then what's so funny is that what another really good point that I wanted to make too is that sexiness can really be found in so many other ways besides just like the obvious ones like your body or if you're showing cleavage or if you like I don't know, like there's so many more ways to be sexy. And what's so funny is if you ask people, especially like men, like, oh, what do you think sexy in a woman? 
I mean, of course, there's like the body thing, but a lot of it comes down. Like you can see two different girls walking towards you. One could be wearing like way more of a risque outfit and kind of hobbling around and like kind of looking around and looks very uncomfortable. And then you can see a girl who's wearing like something that's not as risque and they both will walk towards you. And she looks like she's like confident as hell. You're going to be like, wow, that confident girl. Incredible. Catches my eye. And that goes back to these other elements of sexiness that don't have anything to do with how you look. It's how you walk into a room, how you lock eyes with someone, the way that you kind of like carry yourself, you know, the way that you communicate with people, the way you talk to, you know, the bartender or the waitress. It's the ways that you um, ask questions and stand up for yourself. And um, I don't know. I think there's so many things that make people sexy that aren't at all how you look. And even using how you look, but not exactly making like you have to be the hottest or the prettiest, but it's like, you know, again, using eye contact. I love using eye contact. Like sexy eyes, the best. Siren eyes, eye contact is everything. Um, Then also just using body language and um, whenever you're standing or sitting, it's like commanding the room, you know, taking up space like that. Like, see, imagine if I was sitting like this, look at the difference between this. And then going like that and being like, yeah, what's up? You know, you're commanding space. You're commanding the room. Um, That can also come off overbearing a little bit, which I've gotten from men before being like, you kind of scare me. I'm like, that's your, that's all. That's your problem. Truthfully, it's not my problem. (laughs) So, um, and then it's about too, like, yeah, like how you wear things, how you kind of, and I'll do a whole video explaining kind of like how to wear things that helps me. Again, I'm not like a pro, but just things that do help me. Um, but it's also like to like find a scent that you really, really like and put it on your wrists, like behind your neck, by your elbows. And like the scent is sexy, you know? Um, and I think just like the more you don't care what other people think. And if you're in a crowded room and you're just like always searching for people and you look uncomfortable and you're wearing shoes that don't fit and you're kind of like, trying really hard then people pick up on that and they're like she's not she's not just flowing and doesn't have that swag of her own it's like she's trying to to be something else and to search around for other people and has this this insecurity so I'm not saying that doesn't happen I think you know be how you are but there's things to think about and notice and I think I'm really trying to instill that confidence and sexiness or not just how you look um, which is why also the art of seduction and the seduction tactic thing is really fascinating and it's something you should read or look into. I also have like an ebook on it if you want it, but learning your seduction type is really, really cool as well. So something else to think about. Um, but yeah, I think that ultimately women also have a hard time with establishing power and establishing sexuality. Or if you're like me, who almost does too much of that, um, it's learning how to find balance. I mean, we all have different relationships with sex and with our bodies and with pleasure and all of that. But ultimately, we have one body and we want to feel good. And so I just don't like that women will, like it pains me when women or girls tell me that they don't have any pleasure or they can't orgasm or they don't know how to tell a partner how they feel or they do things that don't make them feel good or they don't like themselves or love themselves in any way. And I just think we need to keep working on doing things that will help us 
gain that confidence, gain the ability to tell others what we like, what we don't like, and learn our own bodies. And I know it can be weird and uncomfortable to use a vibrator, but then think of it as something fun and like exciting and sexy and be like, yeah, like I know how to pleasure myself. I know how to have an orgasm. And honestly too, orgasms are the best way to reduce pain, reduce cramps, and to fall asleep faster. So just letting you know that if you want a great night's sleep, get the vibrator out. Nothing wrong with it. And I don't know if you do have some blockages there as well. I definitely recommend doing some work on that. Not to just like sit here and sound like a therapist, but I've had to do some work on that. And I think that though learning about yourself and learning what those blockages are and learning how to break through them and how to get to the other side will just really enhance your life. So I hope that helps some. But yeah, I'm really um, passionate about this shit. And I think it's because I have just been through it with my sexuality and um, have been through it with men and getting pushed around and not feeling ever satisfied and not feeling confident. And though all these things go hand in hand, you know, it's like our, the way we are in bed, the way that we feel in clothing, the way that we are in a room, you know, it all has comes down to our confidence levels. It all comes down to, um, traumas and, and the way people have treated us in the past, the way that we talk to ourselves, the way that we carry ourselves. And so I think also having another really good thing out and on is having better conversations with herself and better ways of talking to ourselves and you know saying nicer things and telling ourselves that we're beautiful and sexy and cool and amazing all the time and also realizing that your days aren't going to be perfect and I have so many days where I'm like you look horrifying I can't even look in a mirror type of vibe but that's just being a woman okay is a duality but it's it's I think the the maturity and the growth comes from me saying that out loud, being like, oh God, like you look like God awful, like a sewer rat today. And then me going, wait, I don't like how that sounds. I don't want to do that to myself today. I don't want to get into like a damaging mindset. I actually am just having an off day. I just don't need to look in the mirror that much today. And I can do other things. I can do things with my hands. I can go see a friend. I can dance around, I can watch a movie that don't require me to look a certain way. And so I think it's just about, I think a lot of self-growth and healing isn't necessarily just expecting that you're not going to have these negative thoughts or negative patterns again, but it's about knowing how to catch them and reframe them and transcend them and let them pass through because thoughts can pass and they don't have to attach to you. And that one I am still learning every single day. So cheers. It was a sweet little 25, little 25 minute episode. So I'm going to keep it at that. Maybe I'll have guests soon and I can make another chair and have them sit. But I really like sitting and doing this. I feel like, like, like a, like a grandfather or something like come sit on my lap. Let me tell you a story. Um, but yeah, this was great. I had a good time. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching. I'm also going to do some more other video content. I'm not going to do like vlog style the way that I used to, I don't think, unless we really want that. But 
I just feel like I I post too much on social media already as it is and it's like what else can I vlog like I already vlog on my Instagram story so anyways yeah I'm gonna be doing some fashion content on YouTube and 